welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I wanted to talk through why I love overlanding. And I know that may sound a little mushy, right? It may sound a little sentimental. I'm going to try my best not to cry or anything about this, but uh, I think I can probably hold it together. Uh, but I, I feel like a lot of people that make videos, particularly on YouTube, focus a lot on niche things, right? Um, and I do that. We all do it. It's, it's just human nature, right? Like to like segment out your content and think about things like I want to do gear reviews or I want to do trip videos or, you know, that sort of stuff. And that's what 99% of the stuff that you find on YouTube or, you know, just Google the general internet is. It's all about buy this gear, top 10 best, you know, uh, best place to overland. Like that's, that's kind of what it all is, right? But no one ever really talks about like the sort of the unspoken things, right? The things that, that draw us all to overlanding. And we may not even realize that that's the real reason. We may think it's the gear. We may think it's, you know, that we really like. I like Nissan trucks. And so I'm drawn to other people with Nissan trucks. And that's part of it. But there are all these unspoken pieces, I think, that we just don't really think or take into account. So I want to kind of touch on some of that stuff. And I think if you listen to the whole episode, you will come out of it saying, yeah, I, I do feel that way. And if not, post up in the comments. Let me know. Either way, post up in the comments. Just let me know what you think. Um, before we dive too deep into it, though, as always, want to just talk really briefly about my featured partners, uh, Overland Addict, uh, great, great, everything to do with overlanding type store. Click through that link in the description down below to go check them out and see what they've got. They just got a new location, so they've got a lot more stuff on hand. So definitely check them out to avoid some wait times. Uh, Last US Bags, another great company, makes some amazing overlanding bags. Uh, I actually was fortunate enough to get one of their new trasheroo style like trash bags, you know, external trash bags for the vehicle. And I'm telling you, this thing, I'm looking at it right now. It is, it is amazing. It's amazing. Um, so I'll do a video on that here before too long, and I'll show you guys kind of all the features and everything about that bag because it is baller. This is basically the best description I can give. Um, and then, of course, more Expo. Uh, this is taking place this weekend when this episode is being aired. So, again, if you missed this one, totally cool. You can still check out their website. You can learn about the event. Um, it'll be happening again next year. It happens every year, so definitely check that out. And then last but not least, Northology Adventures. Again, amazing free overlanding digital magazine. Uh, Again, I was fortunate enough to write an article last month in the February issue. So if you go back and look at that, you can read that. And uh, if you don't want to read what I wrote, that's fine too. Check out next month's. So without further ado, let's dive into why I love overlanding. And you know, not just the, the obvious things, but some of the things that may remain unspoken. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, so first of all, let's talk about shared stories and experiences. Uh, again, there may be, I'm trying to think if there are any videos that touch on this. There may be some of the general like trip videos where, you know, I'm, I'm picturing like an expedition overland where sometimes they will voice over their videos and talk about, you know, what a great trip it was and how they all bonded and that kind of stuff. 
but there's not a lot of there's not a lot of content out there around it as like a driving force for you getting into overlanding, right? But again, maybe that even that just that little subliminal mention of it in these like voiceovers on some of these fancier, bigger overlanding videos, maybe that is part of why we get drawn into it, right? We're interested in that camaraderie, we're interested in those friendships. Um, so you know, I will say like some of the best friends that I've made have come from you know doing overlanding, right? Like. Um, I've been able to get, or I've been fortunate enough to be invited on a number of trips. I've gone to West Virginia. Um, I've been through Hoosier National Forest a hundred times. I've been to the UP of Michigan up to the Manistee National Forest area in the winter, which is beautiful. Um, I've been to, you know, the core overlanding adventure retreat which was amazing. The Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat. Met a ton of people there. Um, Somehow I I hung out with Jeremiah of Overland Pioneers and he didn't hate me. He actually we get along and we and we shoot each other shit all the time and we have a lot of fun. Um, but like now we're you know we're gonna go hang out at more and and you know there's just so many cool connections that you can make that I, if I hadn't been in overlanding I never would have had the opportunity to do right. So the friendships are really really cool. Um, you know the stuff that you get to see. So thinking back just a few months to that Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat trip. You know, we drove all over the Upper Peninsula. We drove out to the Rocket Range. It's like right on the the Lake Superior. Uh, we camped right there on the water uh, in our vehicles on Lake Superior. Um, we got to check out all these amazing trails. We got to see all these sites. You know, big lighthouses, awesome old ships, shipwrecks, crazy red rock beaches. Just so many things that were you know amazing and stuff that I'd never seen before. And again. If you just stick to the, you know, the normal path and you stayed on the road and you never went off road and checked out some of these things, you would just, it would be a piece that you would never even get to put into your, your memories, right? And that sense of exploration is really important too, because it's not just about seeing stuff, right? Like that is pretty cool. And I enjoyed taking pictures and coming back and sharing it with my family and getting to show them all the cool stuff that I saw. Um, but that sense of exploration, right? That sense of discovery is something that again is, especially nowadays, right? Like everything's been discovered pretty much. Um, there aren't a lot of, you know, super woodsy, unexplored locations anymore. It's not like when, you know, Lewis and Clark came over here and it was completely wild and, and a lot of people hadn't really seen any of this stuff before. Um, so nowadays that's even tougher to find, right? And most of us are locked into a desk job or an office job or a factory job or something like that, where we have to go to work every day. It's just a grind and it sucks. And you just want to do something different, right? You don't want to go home and watch TV all night and fall asleep on the couch. Like that just gets really boring. So doing some exploring, getting out there, you know, working your brain, working your skills, learning about, you know, recovery, learning about off-road driving, learning, you know, all that stuff is a piece of it. That is kind of part of what makes it so much fun and something that draws you in and kind of keeps you coming back. And you know, obstacles overcome too, right? So like speaking of recovery and that sort of stuff, like there are a lot of times where we'll hit trails. I'll be with, you know, a group of people and we'll go out and we'll drive all day and that's fine. It's fun. And we get to see a lot of cool stuff. We get to discover some, some stuff and we get to check out stuff we may have never seen. But some of the best stories, some of the best times come from adversity, right? Like if somebody gets stuck and you have to spend three hours recovering that person. To most normal people, that sounds terrible, right? Like why would you ever go to a place where you could get your vehicle stuck and potentially stuck permanently or at least for a long period of time? Um, but for people like us that, that are into this stuff, like again, you come out of that and you've got a story. The guy that was stuck has a story. Everybody else that helped has a story. 
and you know you tell that for years to come you tell it to your kids you tell it to your grandkids you know i don't have any grandkids yet but i'm sure that when i'm really old and senile i will be talking about you know the time that i got stuck in hoosier national forest somehow and had to winch myself out um so that sort of shared experience, shared stories, I think that's a big part of what makes Overlanding so special and something that you just don't see a whole lot in like videos on YouTube or blogs that people write. Um, so I wanted to touch on that just a little bit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, the next thing that I wanted to touch on, I think, is a huge draw. And again, I think that it's people associate this with other things that they, they don't really give this credit. But I think that overlanding is a really great way or an outlet to express yourself. Right. So, you know, we all choose our own clothes. Right. And you you may want to wear a certain type of clothes because that expresses kind of who you are and where you grow grew up and like your favorite sports team and that kind of stuff. Um, but everybody has that, right? There, there isn't any sort of like exclusivity or or a niche that 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 fulfills. But with overlanding, literally everything you do related to overlanding, from your, the vehicle that you choose to the gear that you use to the clothes that you wear, like all of that stuff expresses who you are. Um, and again, it's very specific to overlanders. Like. I drive around in my truck with the solar panel on the hood and the stickers on the doors. And I was at Taco Bell earlier tonight picking up dinner. And uh, the kid working at Taco Bell was like, dude, all, all things overlanding. What is that? And I was like, oh, it's just a little fun side project that I do, a little YouTube channel. And he was like, oh, that's cool. And he was like, is that a solar panel on your hood? And I was like, yeah. And like, he clearly didn't get it, right? And most people probably drive by me and go, what the heck? What does he have a rooftop? What's that big thing on top of his rig on top of his truck right why does he have that weird antenna why does he have a big awning sticking off the side why does he have a solar panel why does he have stickers you know why does he have plain black steel wheels on this truck um i personally though i get a big kick out of that i think it's hilarious i love it when quote unquote normal people like stare at me and kind of are like what like what is that because i know that you know and it, not to make myself sound superior or anything like that, but like I know that there are a lot of people that don't get it, don't understand it, don't know anything about it, never, again, never leave that sort of that paved concrete road, right? They just kind of travel along life and, and they keep moving and there's nothing wrong with that. Like everybody can make their own decisions. But for me personally, like I like to have a different rig. I like to have something that not everybody else has. That's part of why I chose an Xterra because I didn't want, no offense, like a Tacoma or a Forerunner or, you know, everybody has those, right? Because they're great trucks, right? There's nothing wrong with them. But I wanted to really be different. I wanted to kind of show that I like Nissan vehicles. I wanted to show that I'm really into overlanding and I really like going on trips. And that solar helps solve a lot of problems where I would have to worry about my battery going dead and that sort of stuff. Like all that stuff feeds into kind of who I am and the type of overlander that I am and, and that kind of stuff. But again, when you're driving down the road and you see someone else with a rooftop tent or you see someone else with some packs or, you know, something, anything that kind of identifies them as an overlander, boom, like you're, you know that your outlet is shining there that they can see kind of like what you do and that you've got a gas can and you've got, you know, again, this is, it's funny because this is coming a week after the last one where I talked about not getting caught up in the hype. Right. Um, so I don't want to mix messages here, 
I am clearly caught up in the hype, right? Like, I, while I don't necessarily want my truck to be way, way, way over the top, it's kind of over the top, right? Um, again, it's not my daily, so it's not such a big deal for me. But it definitely expresses who I am and, and shows that I'm really into overlanding. Enough enough so that I have a YouTube channel about it, right? Um, but it's still just such a great outlet. Um, and the do-it-yourself stuff really feeds into that too, right? Like, I've learned so much about woodworking from working with my buddy to build, you know, my do-it-yourself rooftop tent that I no longer use, but I learned a ton about it. Um, my drawer system we built from scratch just from an idea I had in my head, which is awesome. And I learned a ton about that. And again, it's, I'm solving problems. I'm overcoming, you know, issues that I have when I go camping or overlanding, um, with creativity. And it gets to show that I'm creative and that I, you know, came up with this idea for this drawer system and my buddy and I built this thing from scratch. And then this thing that I had in my head is a thing that is in my truck now and that I use every time I go on a trip. Um, so it's just, it's such a cool outlet. And I think there's a ton of opportunity for you to kind of show, you know, what kind of person you are, what you're into, what you like to do. There was a, a gentleman in the comments of the last video where I was talking about not buying into the hype who said... He likes to keep his truck, you know, really stock looking. Like he's got a lot of stuff inside of it, but from the outside, it looks like maybe it has a little bit of a lift and some bigger tires on it. And that's about all you could tell. That's super cool too, right? Like we can all do it differently. You can be super stealth about it. You could be like, you know, one of those urban stealth van camper people that, that just looks like a normal U-Haul truck or van. And, you know, you would never know that it's all kitted out on the inside and has an Xbox and TV and all that stuff. That's cool. Just like, you know, the vans that are lifted with the big steel bumpers, like a Backwoods Adventure Mods van or, you know, a Ozark Mountain Adventure Vans van, like custom Sprinter van. Those are super cool, too. Either way. So, but you get to choose, like, how over the top you want to go or how subtle you want to go. And, and you get to customize it to, to your likeness, right? So, I think that's a really cool, really powerful part of why I love overlanding and why people are drawn to overlanding. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And then for the last piece of this, it's going to sound a little cheesy. Okay, I'm not trying to recreate the Jeep commercial from the Super Bowl or anything like that, but I do feel like there is this really unique sort of shared understanding of what freedom is that comes from overlanding. So again, not trying to be too sappy here or or, you know, too cheesy or or, you know, too big ideas, you know, for this for this topic, but I just I really do think, you know, like I even look back a couple years at myself when I, I would have called myself an overlander and, and I, I was really into overlanding. Um, but like, I wasn't really prepared for anything, you know, and I would go on a trip and I would forget stuff most of the time. And I hadn't built a drawer system. I, I hadn't bought most of the gear that I've got now or, or figured out like what works for me or what doesn't work. And, you know, that Manistee trip was about three years ago and I'm actually shocked that I didn't freeze to death because it was really cold and I was super ill prepared. I had a good time and I learned from it, right? It wasn't a bad thing to do per se, but like now as I've built this up and I've, I've sort of figured out my gear and I figured out my rig and I figured out what kind of trips I enjoy and I want to go on, um, I now have this like really amazing sense of freedom. Like 
And I think a lot of us get that, right? Like the people that went to the core, the Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat in September this last year, there were tons of people there, right? And they all had figured out what they needed and they had their fridges or their coolers and they had their rooftop tents or their ground tents or their hammocks. And like, we all just knew that we were going to a campground essentially and we were going to be there for like four or five days and we were just going to live out of our vehicles basically, right? Like that's, there's something so cool about that. And like on my way home, so it started to rain and I left a little early. Sorry, Cindy. I know I shouldn't have left. I should have stayed. It stopped raining. Um, but I, I was kind of like, man, you know what? I'd love to get part of the way back because it's a good 10, 11 hour drive for me up to the upper peninsula from where I live. And so I was like, you know, if I just drove four or five hours back and then stopped uh, in Wisconsin and just found a national forest there and went camping, one, that would be really cool because I'm exploring another national forest that I've never been to before. I'm checking out a new space. And two, it would save me a bunch of time on my trip. So then when I went home on, on the final day, it wouldn't take me, you know, 11 hours of driving. It would take me six or seven. Um, so I just did it. I stopped at a gas station. I picked up some beer, uh, gassed up the truck, and just took off and literally threw some stuff in my GPS and went to this national forest and drove around until I found a spot that was cool and set everything up and, and had a great time. Drank some beer and hung out and, you know, tested out some gear and, and shot a couple videos. And it was awesome. It was so cool just to be, you know, to have had a plan to be in a place for five days and to be able to say, you know what, I can go wherever I want. Everything's in my truck. I've got everything that I need to go there except some beer, which I can pick up at the gas station when I fill up with gas. Um, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to drive to a different state and I'm just going to stay there for the night. And then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to drive home. And again, if you've ever gone on that sort of a trip before where you kind of had plans or loose plans... And then you just kind of like freestyle it, right? You just made up something new. You decided to do something totally different than what you originally decided. Or maybe you ran into an obstacle that you couldn't overcome, like a road was closed or a big tree was down. You didn't have a chainsaw, that sort of stuff. The the little stuff like that, that freedom to be able to choose where you go and, and be able to make decisions on the fly is amazing. And again, I think that, you know, we overlanders, us overlanders, I don't know how you say that. Um, we overlanders all kind of have that unique sort of understanding of that and again tying back into last week's you know episode it's not about hype it's not about having a giant lifted v8 swapped whatever right like that doesn't matter um but having a prius with you know the stuff to get you from one place to another and overcome some simple obstacles and traverse some mountain roads or you know some some national forest gravel roads and be able to essentially live out of it gives you that freedom to go somewhere. So again, it's not about having the biggest rig. It's not about any of that stuff. But like, I could talk to a Toyota guy, I could talk to a Jeep girl, like I could talk to whoever. And we can all talk about that shared understanding that like, man, it's just so much cooler than, you know, I, I always kind of draw the, the similarity to like a normal vacation that you would take, right? Where like, you know that you're going to drive for 14 hours to get to Florida and you're going to stop at midnight at this hotel and you're going to stay in that hotel and then you're going to wake up the next day and you're going to drive the rest of the way and you're going to get to your condo where you're going, your timeshare, right? And you're going to be there for a week and these are the restaurants you're going to hit. Like that's how a lot of stuff is, right? That's how a lot of our life is already planned out. We already have these routines. We already have these plans. Um, people don't like change. They don't like I feel like a lot of times people don't like that freedom, right? They almost like to be told what to do and like to be held in a box because it's easier. Um, but I feel like a lot of us, when you taste that, right, when you get to see that and try that out and like just go somewhere, it's just really cool, right? And it really kind of, it sinks you like a like a fish hook in a fish's, fish's mouth, right? Like 
now that I've done that a few times, like the core trip, I told Cindy, the gal that runs core, um, I was like, this literally like set the hook for me and, and drew me in and I'm going to keep doing these type of events because it was so much fun and it was unlike anything I've ever done and it was just so freeing and awesome. Um, so again, that is, you know, why I love overlanding, you know, there's, there's tons of stories and experiences that you get to share with people. Um, it's a great outlet to sort of express yourself and, and show your own personality. And then, you know, it's really, truly freeing, right? Like it really lets you experience what freedom is like. Um, so those are my thoughts on it, right? But I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Go down in the comments below, post up. If you're on the podcast, hop over to YouTube and, and post up in the comments. I know the podcast kind of sucks because you can't engage as much but come over to youtube that's why i put them up there too and just drop comments in the comments if you want um you know i'm also on facebook and instagram so again in the description down below will be links to all that stuff too and i'd love it i mean that's literally part of why i do it now i i started the youtube channel more to just kind of you know record some trips and i thought it'd be cool and other people were doing it and i i kind of just followed like oh i'd, I'd like to create videos and put them up on the internet right and showing my kids someday um but now I tell you what, the real main reason that I do it is just to chat with you guys. Like I get emails from you guys all the time. I get direct messages on Facebook and Instagram and it's super fun. Like we get to talk about trucks. We get to talk about gear. We get to talk about overlanding. Like that's, that's what I'm doing it for now, you know? So anyways, follow me wherever you want. Come and hang out. Join the conversation. Thanks again to you guys for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week on the next episode. Take care.